Hi friends, welcome back to Your Age Is Not Your Cage with Carla Allen. I have got such a treat for you today. I have Pauline Adeleke and she is on fire. You guys are going to love her so much. She is a fitness coach. She is 71 years old. You would never know it. And she is determined to wake up that fitness warrior within you. She loves helping women over 50. I am so inspired by her and the things that she has done. She has a YouTube channel called Ageless Fitness. And she is, I mean, has taken off on social media. You will love her enthusiasm, her heart, her joy and love for women, her um, uh, inspiration that you will get from her um, by just her attitude, her outlook, her determination, her commitment to helping other women is so beautiful. Uh, it's so moving, inspirational. I have so many words for her and I've never met Pauline. I can't wait until the day that I do, but I feel like I know her. She's just another one of those that I have met through Instagram that has touched me so much and we share dms back and forth and now being able to do this and getting to know her um, on a different level uh, is so exciting so i know you are not going to want to miss this one with pauline and that you are going to um you're going to be on fire after this one and you're going to know that your age is not your cage and that age doesn't matter you're never too old to do anything so Let's get started and let's get right to Pauline. I know you're going to love this one. Be sure to share it with your family and friends. Thanks. Hello, Pauline. Welcome. Hello. Hello, my beautiful Carla. How are you? It's so nice to meet you. Oh, you too. Finally, you know, I was thinking about it and trying to remember back. How did I first learn about Pauline? I don't know if you know um, how I first heard, but it was your first podcast. What were, Do you remember what your first podcast was? Dr. Gabriel Lyon. Yes. And, and that's, that's so funny. We really have a true connection with one another because this morning I was saying to myself, how did I, how did I link up with Carla? <laughs> and yeah. I know one way that I linked up with you. Uh, and if you don't mind me telling you, in, at first, I was just so intoxicated by the name of your podcast, Your Age Is Not Your Cage. I said, that's my girl. I got to follow her. I like that. <laughs> yeah, I know. And that's what when I when I saw you with Dr. Lyon and just your Oh my gosh, your enthusiasm for life, your vulnerability, you were so authentic. And I mean, you laid it out there, your life. And um, I that's when I was like, okay, I need to know her. And that's when I started following you and started, you know, tagging along on your stuff. And just slowly but surely, you know, we began to chat a little more and comment on each other's stuff. Yes. And I just knew that you had to be on here to help inspire and encourage our listeners with just the beauty you bring to life every day on your page. 
Oh, what an honor. What a privilege. Thank you so very much. God knows I appreciate that. Oh, you're welcome. Okay. So as we get into it here, tell mm -hmm. listeners just a little bit about your background, what, what you're all about. Why, why are you here? Why do I have Pauline on today? <laughs> okay. Okay. First of all, uh, I am a child of God, a daughter of God, and oh, I praise him for being my father. Second of all, I am a fitness fanatic. I'm at 71 years young, I'm a fitness influencer. Do yeah. you believe it? So that's why I want, that's the first thing I want to tell your audience is, forgive, forgive the, uh, uh, forgive the title, but don't let your age be your cage. Don't let your age stop you from doing anything. If someone would have told me when I was in my twenties that I would be uh, a fitness influ influencer in my seventies, I would say, ah, oh, get out of here, get out of here. But that's my passion. My passion is to, to help women to realize that once they get a certain age, it's not over. And it's so important to move your body because that's where the ideas come from. That's where the information comes from. That's where your meditation comes from. That's where your answers come from, through moving your body. So, Fitness uh, influencer at 71, a uh, lover of life, a uh, native New Yorker, born in New York City, uh, and just love life. Yeah. And it, and it comes through so much. I mean, if if anyone already knows you and follows you, they see it. And it's you can't help but watch. If you get on Instagram, you can't help but watch and go, if you're one of those going, oh, gosh, I haven't moved today. I got to go because look at Pauline go. Oh, and and I, I think it just helps so much for women younger to see someone at 71 and also the women that are older to see someone at your age that maybe they're going, well, maybe I can do it and, and needing that extra that extra push, you know, and that, and I always say, it's not really, if we wait till we're motivated, it may never happen. It's discipline, you know, and it's discipline in making those habits. So talk a little bit about what that looks like to you, like benefits of exercise. And um, I know you're a believer too in weight training as am I, and just talk a little bit about those and kind of what you do through your um, YouTube and okay benefits of exercise to help you live a longer healthier life and to help you live independently as long as you possibly can I was looking at some statistics uh the other day and uh I was stunned to realize that over I think it's 15 or 20 percent of women of Americans in general, they start to suffer with Alzheimer's and dementia when they're in their 70s. This is when it really hits, when you're in your 70s. So anything that I can do to prevent that, 
I will do it. And one of the main things in preventing that is moving your body. And especially, of course, your diet and exercise. But it's so important to move. Because once you reach a certain age, I don't know what it is with us women. I think it's culture, though. I think it's society. But once you reach a certain age, so many women think it's time to give up. Women, even as young as their 50s and 40s, I remember being in California, uh, I think it was like a couple of couple of months ago. So I called a taxi to take me to the gym. We went to the gym, the taxi cab driver and I, we have this conversation. So he says, well, where are you going? I said, I'm going to the gym. He says, well, oh, I wish you could meet my mother. And I'm saying, really? <laughs> and he said, yeah, he says, because my mother is like 52 years old and she's given up on life. Mm -hmm. I said, what? I said, 52? I said, I'm in my 70s. You know? So, you know, I say that to say we have to shake women up. And you know what? I praise God that I have the pulpit of Instagram, of YouTube, so that I can just alert women to the fact that it's not over once you reach a certain age. And to be able to move independently is such a blessing and it's such a gift. But you have to make the first move to do so. You have to develop the mindset that it's not over. That's why it's so important. I, you know, I praise God that we are on the timeline that we are on, mm -hmm. you know, 2024. Because to be on the timeline of 1950, 1960, 70, women, they didn't take care of themselves the way we take care of ourselves now. Yes, so true. So it's so important to move, as I say, I know I feel, I know I sound like a parrot, but it's even doubly important to incorporate resistant training and strength training into your routine because you want to make those muscles as strong as you possibly can. And believe it or not, at 50 and 60, you can make your muscles even stronger than they were in their 20s and 30s with resistant and strength training. And you want to do that because as you age, it's so sad to realize that the, the fatality rate goes up even higher in your 60s and 70s because of falls yes. in the shower and in the bathtub. And all of that can be prevented. It's in your hands. All of that can be prevented through strength training yeah, and, and resistance training. And that strength training, just like what you're talking about, it just helps with protecting those bones. With oh, my gosh. Muscle. And so if you fall, you may not break something. 
because of that protection, or if you fall, say you do break something, your healing can be so much quicker and easier than if you have brittle bones and no muscles to help. I agree with you completely. Yeah. My beloved aunt, do you remember my aunt? I posted her on my Instagram uh, page many times. Anyway, she passed away last year, February 23rd, 2023. That was just God telling me that mm. he has her in the palm of his hands. Yes. She passed away at 104 years old. Did she? Wow. And I would go and, you know, I would visit her and she lived independently until 103 years old. Wow. So Good I would for go her. every day and we would lift and we would sing and we would play and we would dance, but we would lift. And that benefited her so much. And I would see some of her friends who were in their, who were in their 80s, Carla. And they never exercised. They never did any resistance training. And I would look at how brittle their bones were. And I would look at their backside. And no glutes, just bones, just skin and bones. And because of that skin and bones, when they fell down, they broke the bone. Mm -hmm. And it was a matter of less than two weeks when they were on the other side. So seeing them even encouraged me, even motivated me even more so to hit the resistance training and the uh, strength training, because I have six precious grandchildren and I want to be an example to them. And I want them to know that once you hit 50, 60, 70 years young, it's not over. Mm -hmm. Just take care of your body. Take care of your spiritual, take care of your spirit. And you can keep on going. Mm. You can keep on going. Yeah. And you know, that that, that all kind of ties into the thing I've always said too, is, is finding your why, you know, what is your why? And you just shared all that a lot in there. Uh, but one, one piece that I caught was the why of seeing, you know, the, the friends of your aunts that were brittle and frail um, you, you get these whys and, you know, my why was my dad and his health over the years and watching that, that Alzheimer's just take over his body. And, Boy. you know, I mean, it's like when you have these whys and you see, I want to do everything I can to, to not go down that same path. And it doesn't mean there may not be something that happens along the way, but I know that, I can rest in the fact that I'm doing all I can to help um, invest in my health and be my own best health advocate. I'm giving you a big high five. Yeah. And many people have asked me, they support, how did you get started into this fitness thing? And subconsciously, I got started into it when I was about eight or nine years old because I would see my mother's friends 
And I would see, it, it was a different generation. It was a different generation. And I would see one particular friend that my mother had, I called her uh, Aunt Elizabeth. And Aunt Elizabeth was 300 pounds easy. And not only was she 300 pounds easy, she loved to bake. So it would be nothing for her to make a sweet potato pie at 10 o'clock at night and eat, and the pie would be finished by 12 midnight. So that taught me two things. That's Why is Aunt Elizabeth up so late at night? Why is she so heavy? And why is she eating these things that she knew she shouldn't be eating? So a signal went off in my head that said, oh, no, we can't be like that when we grow up. We can't do it. We can't do it. So I had little examples of all along my journey of life to guide me when I hit adulthood as to the way I wanted to be, as to the way I wanted to take care of myself as I aged. Yeah. And I praise God that I had a mother who took care of herself. She loved herself. And she taught me that. She did I want you to love yourself. Well, no, she didn't teach me like that. She taught me that through her example. So I had a wonderful example of how to take care of myself. And I had excellent examples as to how to not take care of myself and how to not take advantage of my body. Yeah. And so, and also, so with that said, I know you haven't always done this. This hasn't always been your career. Um, uh, I know you had other things that you did in the past and, um, if you want to share any of that, but what led you to like where you are today, how did you get where you are and get all this started? Um, well, you know, to, uh, be perfectly honest, I've always been active, yeah. always and I've had many lifetimes within this 71 year period that God has me on this earth. Many lifetimes. I, I was an international flight attendant. I flew all around the world. I had the greatest time in my life. I met the love of my life. I was married for seven years and then the rope got pulled from underneath my feet. And my husband got killed and I was left with two children and my children were four and five years old when my husband passed away. And I had absolutely nothing. Mm -hmm. The rug was pulled from underneath my feet. Now, I could have stayed in a slump. I could have stayed in darkness with the drapes closed. But my lifesaver were my two children. My lifesaver were number one, my God. Number two, my children. Number three, fitness. If I didn't move my body, I would have exploded. So my husband passed away when I was, I think maybe 33. He passed away when I was 33. Wow, so young. Yeah, so I had to move. That was the firecracker that 
I've, as I said, I've always been active, but those were the firecrackers under my behind that made me say, okay, we really, really have to get after it now. And it wasn't easy, Carla. It wasn't easy because what I did, I uh, came, we lived all over the world, but that's another story. So I came back to New York and I started teaching and I would get up early in the morning, like 4.30, 5 o'clock in the morning before I woke up my children. And I have 17 flights of steps in my building. And I would run up and down the steps, up and round down the steps at least five times. And just running up and down the steps gave me an opportunity to talk to God. And I would say to God, Father, look, Father, you see the children, their feet are growing. Where is the money going to come from for more shoes, for more clothes, for more this, for that? And I was, as I was asking these questions, God would tell me, that's none of your business. That's none of your business where the money is coming from. Just trust me. And just keep on putting one foot in front of the other. And praise God. He did just what he said he was going to do. He took care. He took care. And now I have two wonderful children who I cannot stop bragging about. <laughs> one, a Navy SEAL. And the other one, an electrical engineer. Professional God-fearing, humble, loving men. That's why I say one with God is a majority. Yeah. One with God is a majority. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, I knew I knew your story because, of course, I've listened to that and I love it. And it just shows um, the things that we can overcome. And it's not in our own strength. I could have never gotten through so much of the stuff I've gone through in my life without my God and his strength. And just like with you, you know, going up and down those stairs, praying while you're doing it. It also made me think about women that may say, but I, I don't that I don't know where to start or I'm too depressed or I don't have anywhere to go. You used your stairs. You used what you had. And I think that's encouraging to, for women to hear, too, that. You don't have a have to have a fancy gym or anything. You use what you have. I agree with you, Carla. Forgive me for interrupting. No, that's use okay. what you have. Yeah. Use your God-given body. Yeah. This thing is a phenomenal instrument that they haven't even discovered all of the wonders to this body. Use it. Walk with it. Praise God that you have legs and that you have feet that you can walk. Use your arms. Use your, use your fingers. So many people don't have what you take for granted. So my message to the women who say, well, I don't have a gym. I don't have steps. I don't have. If you have feet, if you have legs, please use it and don't take it for granted. You know, one of my favorite things to listen to and to see is the Special Olympics with the athletes who do not have any arms, but they have legs and they have feet. 
And they're even better than David Beckham on the soccer field. Yeah. People who don't even have arms, but they know how to shoot archery using their teeth. Yeah. We have life. So it's no excuse that we can make. None. We have life. Yeah. So let's not take that for granted. Yeah. And you, you know, the times I think that it can really make you thankful for what you do have is when you do get sick, you're not feeling well, you get an yes. injury. There's times where that may happen to me. And I, it's just like, it, it's a reminder of if I don't have my health, what do I have? So if I don't keep taking care of that health, you know, what's going to happen here then as I do keep aging. And when I am out walking, it's most of the time mine are prayer walks too. And it's thanking them for, I, I'm out here walking today. Thank you that I can move my legs. Thank you that mm -hmm. I'm breathing this air. I can see these blue skies today. You know, and it's just a constant when you get into that, it's cliche, but attitude of gratitude. It is so true. And I think it's one thing that has resonated so much with me, with you, is you are constantly thankful and have such a gracious attitude. And I feel like it's something that I work on hard doing too, because and giving thanks in the morning and the evening for whatever was in my day. And I find the more I do that, I'm walking through the day all the time just thanking him for something. Amen. And I think that is something that you do so well and impart so well to women. And with that said, you know, I would love to dig more in if there's any input you have, anything you want to share on that. And also with women and helping their mindset and speaking life over themselves. And, you know, one of the things I tell my people is, Put sticky notes everywhere. Put it on. My, my daughter used to have note cards and sticky notes on her steering wheel. And uh, she'll have them on the bathroom mirror. And I mean, they were all over. And I'm like, always reminding yourself who you are, first and foremost, child of God, but who you are and what he says about you. And, and that's for me what it is. And I would love to hear you share. That's so important. I like what you just said who he said, who you are. Yeah. So look in the mirror and know who you are. Don't doubt yourself. Don't doubt your gifts. And, you know, I, I, I don't mean to simplify that because I have doubts. We all have doubts. But let's come back to reality and know who we are. Yeah. We are children of the most high who created the universe that is in us. We are made in his image. So there is absolutely nothing that we can't do. And don't get off track by what acquaintances, friends, or even your family says about you. Don't get off track. Know who you are. Yeah. They can doubt you. That's okay. You can doubt me, but don't doubt yourself. Yeah. Always remember whose daughter and whose son you are. Yeah. And never, ever forget that. Yes. That's number one. Let's start right there. Know that you can do all things. Yes, it's, 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 it's not easy. 
And thank God it's not easy because if it were easy, we would take it for granted, just like many of us take our, take our bodies for granted. It's not easy. So just keep on doing what you're doing. Keep on focusing on your objective and keep on getting after it. If it's weight loss, I'm here to tell you, you can do it. Because I've fallen off the track. You know, I have not always been fit. I can remember maybe when I hit my, my 50th birthday, I think it was either I was 50 or I was 55. I went to Spain and I said, I'm going to learn the language. And I stayed in Spain for four months. Yes, I learned the new language, but I also ate and drank like a maniac. I also ate the food and drank the sangria. And when I came back to the States, it was so funny. When I came back to the States, I, I put on some jeans. And I said, my goodness, what is wrong with these jeans? Surely it's not me. <laughs> but then when I looked in the mirror, I said, yes, it is you. Yes, it is you. You have to get back on track. So I tell you that story to say, everybody goes on track every now and then. But praise God, we know the deal and we know how to get back on track because we have life. And the most important thing that we have in life besides God is our health. And we have to take care of that health by moving our bodies and eating nutritionally. Again, everybody falls off the wagon. I have a pizza every now and then, but realize that everything that you put in your mouth is feeding every single cell in your body. And you don't wanna feed your iris or your eyeballs with Doritos. No, you don't wanna do that. You don't wanna feed your, 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 your legs with Coca-Cola. You don't wanna do that. You wanna feed this wonderful temple that we have with the very best that God has placed on this earth for us to utilize for our nourishment, for our nutrition, to fuel our body so we can walk and dance and move through this life just the way he wants us to just the way it was intended to. Yep. Forgive me, I told you sometimes I go off on these. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. I love it. And I love, you know, you're talking about fueling your body, which is one of the things that I talk about a lot here um, and with my, my family and stuff. And it is, it's looking at what you're putting in as fuel. How is it fuel, fueling your body Um you know, to, to keep you from getting lethargic and fatigued and brain fogged and, you know, you looking at what you're putting in and is this really going to fuel me to master my day? Absolutely. I agree with you 100%. And, you know, this time period that we live in is so divisive. It's so dividing. It's like, you know, carnivore diet, keto diet vegetarian diet, plant-based diet. I'm saying eat whatever your body is comfortable with, what your body will fuel you with. 
Now I say that to say, I used to eat meat, but um, when I went into a plant-based diet, and again, I'm not you know, promoting it, whatever rocks your boat. But when I went into a plant-based diet, I noticed that I had more energy. My thoughts were clear. I could move. At 71, I'm like the Duracell bunny. I look in the mirror, I said, "What? where's all of this energy coming from? Yeah, It's from the food that I eat. So what I want to tell your audience, be in tune to your body. Be in tune to your spirit and go for what works for you. Such, such a good point because just because you you eat plant-based and say if we're going to compare and I eat meat, you know, I eat meat plus everything else. But just because what works for you doesn't mean it works for someone else. And we're always trying to copy what other people are doing, but yet we need to find out what bio-individuality is the big word for it, but what works for our body? What do I feel good when I, after I eat? What do I feel? How do I feel? Do I, do I feel tired, lethargic, bloated, whatever it is? How do I feel? And like you said, being so in tune with your body, knowing your body, listening to your body. And I, one of the biggest things I also say is it has to be a sustainable lifestyle. It has to be something that's going to work in your life and be something that you can do daily and that you enjoy. It's Absolutely. not meant to be drudgery. Absolutely. I agree with you 100%. And as you say, be in tune to your body. Mm -hmm. And how do you be in tune to your body? By being silent sometimes and listening to it. I mean, sometimes we are just so busy doing so many different things and listening to so many different things. You, you're, you're eating a bag of potato chips. You start eating a bag of potato chips and you say, my God, I finished the potato chips. How did I do that? Because you weren't conscious of what you were doing. So be in tune, be present. Don't think about Oh, I got to do this. I got to do that. I got to call that. I got to No, stay where you are. Stay in the presence. Stay in it. That's good. That's good. Um, okay. So I want to ask you, um, you know, as we, we go forward and get close to wrapping up, you know, our culture, uh, I'll start with that, with the aging myths and our culture loves to, to, uh, how do I want to word that likes to tell our young people um, that you don't want to get old. You don't want to look old. You don't want to be this age. And we're constantly tearing down aging and getting older. And I know you can speak to this in so many ways. And I, I will say on, on my side of it at 59 years old, I, I, I mean, I am so much wiser and I feel so much better and I'm so much more confident. Yes. I have more joy, enthusiasm for life. I don't care what people think or say. About I love it. it. I it's love just, it. You know, 59 years old, I'm, I feel like I'm better than ever, but yet they put it out there that as you get older, you're washed up and you, you're not going to be happy with wrinkles and how you look. And, and, and it's just mind blowing to me that if, 
if you have words of encouragement for the younger women and older out there that address this, because that is my passion is I'm 59, but I'm doing more now than I've ever done. I, I mean, ever done, started a podcast. I've got a health coaching business. I'm, I'm doing several things and I'm like, what's next? I love it. I love what you just said. It's not over. Yeah. When you age, when you age, you grow, you grow mentally and you, you want to age. You want to experience this wonderful thing called life. And it's so wonderful. And I don't want your listeners to stop learning. Do not stop being curious because of your age. Do not think that it's all over because it's not. At 59, look at what you're doing. At 71 years young, look at what I'm doing. That's right. I praise, you know, as I said before, I praise God that we are on this timeline. So the young women behind us, they know what is possible. I have five grandsons and only one granddaughter. So I praise God that I can leave her this legacy that when she hits 70, she knows that she's only in second gear. Uh, yes. And that it is not over. Mm. So you know what? We're, we're starting a revolution, Carla. We're starting a revolution. Because all you see on television and print are young models. And, and the funny thing about it, young models advertising anti-aging creams. Yes, that, blows, that my crazy? Mind all, blows my mind all the time. Yeah. That's so crazy. Yeah. But we're starting a revolution, Carla, and we're telling the world, we're telling young women, embrace it. Yes. Because it gets better and better, especially if you move your body and take care of yourself. And I'm not saying... Be selfish. No, I'm not saying that at all. But I'm saying love yourself. Take care of you. Because as they say, when you get on the airplane, God forbid if something happens to the airplane, put your mask on first and then assist your child. Yeah. And that's the way it is in life. You have to take care of you. You have to. So do not be afraid of aging because at 59, at 71, I sing in your chorus that it just gets better and better and better. Especially if you have an open mind and you're willing to move and to learn new things. Can you imagine? Start, I mean, you know, in my mother's time, in my grandmother's time, starting something new at 59? <laughs> yeah. That would be unheard of. Yes. But again, we live in such a wonderful time. And oh my God, what's coming down the road with AI? It's going to be 
it's going to be marvelous. It's going to be wonderful. And I'm so grateful to you for having me on this podcast because I, I did a, I did a, a live uh, New Year's Eve and I was saying on the live, I said, it's me. This is really me on the live because with this AI, you know, some people have stolen my content and uh, put it on YouTube. Wow. That wasn't me. But this is me right now talking to this beautiful 59-year young lady. This 71-year young lady is having a, I hope, an inspiring and motivating conversation yeah. that it just gets better. And, and that's what we want the women to hear. And that's why I wanted to have you on. And that's why I know our hearts are so connected in that way of we just want women to hear that, to feel that, to know that it does get better, that you're never too old and to, to still feel, I think it's important for them to know, to still feel worthy and valued and seen. Oh, Carla, I'm giving you. I'm giving you a high five from yeah. New York to Texas. Yeah. Come on, I'm so touched by the comments that I get on my IG page mm. because of you, Pauline. Yeah. I'm not afraid to age. Mm. And I'm saying, what? What a gift. I'm not afraid to age because of you, Pauline. I've started lifting weights and I'm 60 years old. Mm. And I've turned the terminology around. You 60 years young, girl. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You 60 years young. Yeah. So keep on getting after it. Yeah. Yeah. I think if we want anyone to hear anything, it's all that. And and I know for me, I give all the glory to God for all my enthusiasm, all Amen. my strength, all my energy, all my... And the other thing, I'll just add to that quickly before we end is is keeping that joy and that fun and that laughter in your life because you do that and even your moves too. I'm always moving and dancing and doing goofy things and laughing and keeping the joy because that's such a big piece too is, is having that joy-filled, gratitude-filled attitude that keeps our mindset positive and going and keeps us young as we're moving our body all goes hand in hand. And, and you do that so beautifully. Thank you so much, Carla. And I, you know, I'm going to piggyback off of what you just said. Keep that joy. And it's not easy, Carla. No. In this world today, it's not easy. That's why you really have to build your roots into your faith. Yeah. And let that be your foundation. But keep that joy. Even when life gives you a one, two, three punch. Okay, you can get on the ground for a minute. You can start crying for a minute. But, but get back up and get back into that joy. Because the lessons of heartache, the lessons of struggle, are just going to make you stronger. And I want you to realize that those lessons are just not for you. Those lessons are for those who are behind you. Those lessons are for those who are watching you. And they look at you and they say, well, my God, if she made it, if she did it, 
What makes me think that I can't do it? So what I want your audience to do is dig deep. Dig deep and know who they are. And know that they can get through the struggle. But Pauline, you don't know what kind of struggle I'm going through. My husband left me. I have these kids. I have this money. I have these issues. I... You're going to get through it. Mm -hmm. And your testimonial is going to be a blessing for those who know you and for those who don't even know you, Carla. Yeah. Yeah. Just your example of how you walked your journey through life. You're going to touch people that you had no idea that you would have touched in a million years. That's why I say again, this time that we're living in is, is just fabulous. And I praise God for putting me on this timeline of 2024. I can't stop praising you. Well, and I praise God for that, too, because I got to be in this timeline with you, which, I mean, truly has been such a joy and a gift. And I... I talk, I've talked about it before. The people that I have met, there are positives to social media. And I have met some incredible people like yourself through social media. And it's just been such a gift and blessing to me. And I got to meet this last weekend, you know, one of those, um, my sweet friend that I met. And I mean, we got together and it was like we'd known each other for years. And Isn't I know it would be it, it would be the same with you too. And absolutely I, I truly hope that one day we can meet up, whether it's New York or Texas, and just meet face to face and hug because it would just be amazing. But in the time being, I am gonna keep encouraging, loving, supporting, promoting you. And oh, Paula. You know, I, I know we we will share our stories, we will share our enthusiasm for life. And I know that you have touched someone today. I, I have no doubt. And I, I thank you. Thank you for, for just being here with me. And it's been such a joy, such an easy conversation and just so from the heart. And I thank you. Thank you so much, Carla. I appreciate that so much because we're comfortable with ourselves. Yeah. How did we get comfortable with ourselves, Carla? We got comfortable being in silence with ourselves for a little while meditating on the word for a little while. That's why it was so easy. And uh, warning, when I do see you, I am a big hugger yeah. and a kisser. So get ready. <laughs> That's I'm okay. telling you in advance. I am too. And I'm a talker and a laugher and all the things. So we would have a good time. <laughs> yes, we would. And we would move our bodies together. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. It's so beautiful to be on this timeline. I have a new friend in Texas. Yes. And I have a new friend in New York. So you got that right. And my daughter's dream is for her and I to do a girl's trip to New York. So if and when that happens, I'll say when it happens, we are definitely coming to see Pauline. Absolutely. We're going to have a real good time. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much for being here. It was just an absolute joy for me, truly. My pleasure. Thank you okay. so much. All right. We'll talk okay, to you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.